put on the suit and I dragged out one of his enemies. You have an entire city behind you. That includes me. I didn't catch how you and Sophie know each other. She didn't tell you who I am. I'm getting a very distinctive jealous X5. You should be ashamed, Commander. I'm coming for you. You're not Batman. That's the point. Yeah, we out here doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? Out here in Gotham and shit with the 1%. You know what I'm saying? We got these uh, motherfucking bats and shit out here. No. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to uh, Niggas in Gotham. No, I said <laughs> Niggas in Paris. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> no, okay. <clears throat> All right, so I'm a professional. Welcome to Nights in Gotham. This is the Carefree Black Nerd review of Batwoman from CW and DC Comics. Um, today we are going over the third episode. I am one of your co-hosts, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, and I have with me, as I've had with me for the last two episodes, yeah. Sid Davis, the social introvert himself, yes, yes. one and only host of the social introvert introvert podcast. <laughs> Stumbling over my words, bro. It's all good. It's all good. It's that bat. You're probably terrified of that bat. Bat in the sky. <laughs> No, so uh, y'all, we back, season one, episode three, down, 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 uh, for this episode, as the city waits impatiently for another visit from a, who they think is Batman, Alice continues to taunt Kate with a secret, but also sets her sights on Jacob. There's a few things that I want to address just in the title of the episode and in the synopsis. For this to be a show about Batwoman, all of the titles seem to be very Alice in Wonderland adjacent. I mean, yeah. so ah, it leads me to believe that this is just as much Alice show as it is Kate's. So, I don't. which is that you know they didn't give that off, you know, prior to the show's mm -hmm. release at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. It yeah. gave us this little, you know, this montage of Kate returning mm -hmm. home and meeting everybody that she was supposed to meet. Yeah. But I got the one little glimpse of, of Alice mm -hmm. threatening mm -hmm. Gotham. That was about it. But yeah. so far, every single episode has been a reference to uh, the Wonderland yes. lore. Yes. And I'm here for it. I love it. Because, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's dope. I'm an Alice stand. Until that actress does some out-of-pocket shit, or they have Alice do some stupid shit on the show, I'm I'm still an Alice fan. Um, okay, so, so uh, oh, shit, when y'all listening to this episode and when you're watching uh, Batwoman Live or in syndication or on CW app, YouTube, however you consume your Batwoman media, be sure to use that hashtag K-I-G-Pod, Nights in Gotham Pod. It should have been changed to the shit Wonderland in Gotham Hell. But we're going to go with the K-I-G-Pod. So Nights in Gotham. Um, so what, what are we thinking about this episode overall? Like, Do you think this was a pretty decent one? Do it? Oh, yeah. I actually, I like the change of pace. I like the fact that it wasn't so focused on Alice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. You know, I mean, it's episode three, so... Yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking, like, oh, man, it's been going on 
about six, seven episodes, man. That's what it feel like. <laughs> almost. We had so much thrown at us so far. Yeah. But with this episode, uh, I like the change of pace. I like the dynamic between Kate and Alice mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, I'm glad we got a villain, another villain. Yeah. Besides Alice. Okay. Okay. Good deal. So when I was. I was shocked. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You good? Because um, I was just as shocked. I was not expecting that. Um, I didn't think we would get a quote-unquote villain of the week on this show, but we might be getting that. It, it, it might um, shape up to be that way. Um, real quick, the Twitter poll for the last live tweet. Um, of course, I asked every episode who is the MVP of the episode. I throw it out to the Twitterverse, and the results are in. Alice at a whopping 0%. Now that fucked me up. I don't understand. Maybe I'm just a fan of villains. Well, I'm really a fan of good, well-developed villains. But I don't understand why she got 0%. Um, She was up against Kate, who got 33%. Mary, who got 33%. Sophie, who got 34%. Which, how did Sophie get 34%? (sighs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> then um, we did an additional poll, which was just Jacob and Luke. Jacob got zero. Luke got 100. So at least that one went according to plan. But Alice is 0%, man. What Do you think people do? What Do they not like her? What? I, I, I think people like Alice. I, I don't know. This episode, it was a little different for me, too. They didn't give her. Mm-hmm. No, let me take that back. I'm going to take that back. Eat my words. They gave her a lot to do. Yeah. They did. I guess it wasn't what the, I guess the viewers wanted. I don't know. I'm not sure. Man, y'all crazy. I thought, I thought that was dope. How that everything that just panned, the, the way it panned out was just dope as fuck. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. I, um, same shit. I mean, we opened up with Alice in the bed having a nightmare, which is. What we can only assume is a flashback to her as a child, um, walking through that same house that Jacob said she grew up in, that was their old house, and finding a face, like a like a a face that was cut off of someone's head, floating to mm-hmm. the surface in the what do you call that the um the sink next to the the washing machine in the basement, um, whatever that sink is, it's like one of them. And I'm wondering, and it may be because I'm also watching um, Bates Motel. I just started a few nights ago. This feels like like a traumatic event that maybe gave Al- Beth slash Alice her. I don't want to. I don't want to diagnose her, but I'll just say maybe split personality or something. What you think? Do the face link? I don't know. I saw that and I was like. What? The hell? Yeah. Yeah. Did she, what happened? Yeah. And it was just her. Wasn't no Kate, wasn't no Jacob, wasn't no mom. Whose face was that? So either she just like remembering, dreaming this incorrectly, or this is a flashback, or maybe there's more to it that somebody else saw, but that shit is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that was, man. I was hold on. I started thinking a whole lot more uh, about Alice. I'm like, okay, there's a whole lot more with her past mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than what we know. Like, 
the whole carving of the face that, you know, we've had movies with, like, Face Off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I got to thinking about that. And I'm like, was she crazy enough to do something to somebody, or did she do that to herself? Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot to unpack. Um, like I said, I, I did enjoy seeing her, uh, a, a bit more of her, a flashback of her that wasn't told from Kate's perspective. So I did enjoy that. So where we end up, who knows, but I did enjoy that. Um after that nightmare, she, being Alice, turns on the bat signal, which, why, why is, we cut it off officially, quote unquote, in episode one, why do people have access to this? <laughs> I, <sighs> I saw that, and I was like, wait a minute, I, was, I thought they turned that shit off yeah. officially and got rid of, yes. rid of it. That's what I thought. Uh... <laughs> What's frustrating me is that this whole episode, if I learn nothing else, is that it is easy as hell to get into anybody's home in Gotham, be it a condo, a house, a apartment, um, and it's it's simple as fuck because Al either that or Alice is a goddamn ninja. Um, so she that irritated me, bro. Isn't the bat signal on the roof? of the Gotham Police Department? Or am I okay? Yeah. She's just up there. Um, yeah. yeah. She's playing Shadow Puppets with the light, and um, Kate comes up to the roof, and they get to talking. And, uh, I mean, what, what are you what are, what are you thinking with this scene, with these sister-sister-ass motherfuckers? I like that dynamic. It, it gives a, a little bit more... Of a backstory or like a connection mm-hmm. between the two characters, rather than those two meeting up and just fighting. Mm-hmm. And you know, parting ways. I like that. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. But the whole bat signal thing, I'm like, y'all should have turned that shit off and got rid of it. Like, yeah. But I understand it's you know it's there to be uh, eventually. Yeah. Switch around for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um. One thing I did like about Kate this episode was her outfits. Except for that lace blouse she wore to the party. I can do without that. But her like little, <laughs> bomber, her little bomber jackets and her like whoever styled her this episode, I that was my aesthetic. I like that. Um, so they up here talking on the roof about Alice getting her boyfriend back. And Kate's like, nah, you'll get that motherfucker back if and only if you can stop killing for one day, for 24 hours. Which, okay, that's fair, but it was also kind of odd. Um, that be, well, I don't know, man. I feel, I feel like there's something that she wants, so you're giving her what she wants with stipulations. But it was such a weird thing. I'm like, well, can you stop killing altogether? Like, right? I don't know, man. I don't like know. she was having a heart. She's like, ah, uh, one day, <laughs> one. I say twenty four hours. I'm like, pretty sure she can, you know. What yeah. the hell has she been doing for the past couple of episodes? Yeah. You know? you click the throats of two old couples, or, or one old couple. Yeah. And, and did she do? Oh, and then you slaughtered two of the crow officers. Oh yeah, yeah. She sure did. Yeah, she sure the fuck did that. Oh god and that damn. Was what we saw. Yeah. So, who the hell wants? 
Because I'm pretty sure she can go 24 hours without hurting somebody. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think that's the only thing I don't like about Alice. I'm, I'm okay with it because she is the villain. But her killing, it doesn't seem out of place. But it, for her goals, which is to fuck with Jacob... When I guess it's the way that she kills. Like if she had have just made a bomb explode, then I think I would have been better with that versus her like killing that old couple because that was very like intimate and in your face, and that doesn't feel like to me something she would do. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm still a fan, even though she murdering motherfuckers left and right. But. Eh. I don't know. It's how she did it and then where, the location that she did that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How, how she grew up in and then, of course, taking out some of Jacob's crow security yeah. officer. I'm okay with that. Fuck the... Mm -hmm. Of course, it's going mm -hmm. to get to him. Yeah, well, fuck them. Um, yeah, so, shit, and I'm like, man, look, anybody who ain't riding and dying for, for Alice, fuck them. Um, so we go to, what's the next thing? I think it is uh, Sophie, waterhead ass and her ugly ass husband sparring in the crow's uh, gym. I don't like him, man. I don't like him. I don't. I, ain't even, I don't even remember that dude. Like, yeah, he is forgettable. He so, like, this is like one time. Like, I just I seen him. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, that's that dude right there that just shows up in every other scene. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Sophie's goofy ass. Like, she is bro. a goofy, man. Fuck her. Not fuck her, but fuck her. Shit. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Right before that, we got um, Tommy. Well, we got a guy on screen talking about, you know, keeping kids safe and don't you want your family to live a good life and this and that. Pretty much propaganda for the crows. And, uh, yeah, yeah so what, what, you, what were you thinking, man, seeing him? I got hype. Okay. Because I know he's this. Uh, okay. Thomas Elliot is the former friend of Bruce Wayne. Uh-huh. Um, who basically... Thomas Elliot is Hush. Okay, and that's what I... Oh, oh go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> and if, you, if you're familiar with the story, Hush, you, you, there's one line that, that Tommy threw in there, something mm -hmm. about Riddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That had me, yeah. yeah. The, the whole mastermind behind Thomas Elliot or the influence of Thomas Elliot mm -hmm. on what he did to, you know, Bruce Wayne, Batman, mm -hmm. it was the Riddler's doing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, the whole thing. That's why I thought that was so dope. I was like, damn, Thomas Elliot? Like, yes. They throwing on the show? Like, okay. Yes. And that's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite Batman stories besides the long Halloween, but. Now that? Me nigga. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I've, uh, read Hush. I haven't seen the, um, animated series, uh, animated movie yeah, version. Yeah. I'm, you can, you can. I'm, I'm thinking about adding it to, uh, the CBA movie night. Cause, uh, I don't know. You I, can, hmm? is, if, what did you think of the graphic novel? Now it had been a while. I think I read it earlier this year or late last year and I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the artwork. Um, some of the stuff was pretty obvious, mainly because um, Tommy is was brand new to me. I had never heard of him in Batwoman lore, so it was kind of like, of course, this is the guy. Like this, 
he's no MacGuffin. He's literally the newest, most out of place person in this story. But I did enjoy uh, reading it. I it was, you know, it was entertaining. But from what I remember, because you always remember how you feel, you remember what people say about how they make you feel. I enjoyed reading it, <clears throat> but it wasn't my favorite story. I only say that because when I read The Long Halloween, that fucked me up. Yeah, that was a fam. The ending, like the the twist, like like to. They did it well enough where I think it was actually done better than Hush twist was because this person I'm I don't, I'm not gonna spoil that but because when we find out that one person is the holiday killer and then it turns out you're just like what yes yes and that's what fucked me up and I was like fam if they do a trilogy like a, a solid Batman trilogy movie. The longest Halloween in its three copyright uh, nights and got the podcast, but do that's what the new upcoming Batman movies based is based on a long Halloween. I'm just hoping. I'm like, I hope this isn't just a one off Batman movie. Yeah, if you're gonna do the long Halloween. This has to be a yeah. Trilogy. You have to have a plan, and honestly, and I don't know what this is gonna sound like. Um, I really hope. They don't do it beat for beat. Only because, like, even a twist at the end, I hope they change it. Because the comic is so, it's good. And I think anybody who reads it, you ain't got to know nothing about Batman. But you can enjoy this. But I'm scared that if you do it exactly how it is in the book, it's like you're spoiling it already. Even though most people aren't comic book fans, so they probably don't know nothing about it. But I think in order for you to service both the comic book community and the people who are just the general public... I think that ending should be changed so that if I'm regular Joe off the street and I watch it and I like it, I'm going to say, oh, well, maybe I'll go buy The Long Halloween. And then it's a different story. Make it just as shocking, but that way I'm satisfied with both properties versus it being just a a play-by-play of this same story. Yeah, change it up, man. But, uh, yeah, and that was uh, Comic Talk. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, when I, when I watched Batwoman, I was like, this feels very much like Hutch. And again, going back to what I said before, I haven't read it in so long, but it still felt like, why is this so, which I think is a testament to the show and to the creative team, because I hadn't read Hutch in so long, but that is the first thing that came to mind when I watched this. So I said kudos to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Go ahead, go ahead and watch the animated movie. I am, I am. I'll probably make it a point of doing that this weekend. Let me go ahead and pencil that in, cause I, uh, yeah, I want, I want to see, I want to see how that ends. How did they incorporate it into the, the anime? Cause DC, say what the fuck you want, but their animated shows and their animated movies are always a plus. Even the bad ones, or no, no, even the ones that don't hit, like the great ones, are still good. So. Got to check out the new Wonder Woman uh, bloodline. Okay, okay. That, yeah. that should look hard. Man, I'm so behind, <laughs> man. I'm so behind, but yeah. And of course, I'm just getting into Titans. Yeah, I'm behind on Titans too. Shit, sorry, Shogun. I'm I'm behind, man. Oh, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so another thing, and I've said this before, and I've said this on Black Lightning. I'm sick and tired of these. Fucking whiny ass motherfucking citizens 
how are you? I think Rachel Maddow, um, her character says something like, oh, I feel like I've been ghosted. You know, Bat Batman showed up and then he left us. And, you know, now what do I do? I get the feeling of like, damn, nigga, you was, you know, a staple for us. And now you gone. But I don't know, man. The only thing that, that bothers me with the whole thing is I want to know why he ran off. Oh, that me too. He's been gone. Mm-hmm. And I still can't get over the flashback that, uh, you know, him missing, um, uh, his calculation was off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Batman, like, this is a dude that came up with a contingency plan to mm-hmm. put down Batman. You telling me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> one fuck up? Yeah. Like that, that simple? I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. Somebody yeah, lying. That, that's still bothering That's still bothering me a little bit. Yeah, I think Jacob has something to do with it. I, him and Catherine, I feel like somebody tried to kill his mo- his wife, Kate's mama. Like, because that's... Well, clearly they did because the bus ran him off the road. But I'm, it's somebody who's in our face who we don't even realize yet. Somebody tried to kill that woman. Um, fuck Jacob. Um, yeah, I don't know. But the city, I think as far as kids and teenagers are concerned, I'm okay with them being upset with Batman. But... Like these grown folks, man. I feel like y'all, y'all sorry, y'all sorry as hell. Fuck y'all. Mm-mm. Fuck y'all. Wait, no, literally, he's going on vacation, man. That fam, man. And then again, somebody mentioned uh online uh when we did that live tweet, somebody was like, man, that man could be dead somewhere in a ditch. Or, like, hurt and wounded, and y'all just mad at him because this motherfucker ain't showing up to save y'all. And I'm thinking, like, Alice is the only kind of villain we've gotten. So, within these three years, who did the, which seems so backwards. If Batman has been gone for three years, how in the fuck did every one of the Rose Gallery just be like, oh, he gone, so it's not worth doing anymore? And, right. If they have it, who been locking these motherfuckers up? Like, I, what's going on? With? Continuity, writing. Yeah, because this is shit you should have thought of, so you could have explained away. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I ain't, that's I'm not really feeling that. Um, shit. Okay, so we go back to General Hospital where Mary is injecting some little black girl with the. I'm going to assume a vaccine. Um, where are you getting these clients? Um, why is this place so filthy still? I feel like, man, I don't know. I, I think something's going to come up later on. Yeah. With that. Because it's still not, um, I don't know what it is. It's still not clear about her whole thing with medical school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a conversation between her and Sophie. Yeah. Punk ass. Yeah. yeah um, I don't even feel like I'm goddamn Sophie, no way. I don't know, man. Sophie is trash. So, um, yeah, so there's that. I don't know. Because I feel like if everybody knows that you could just drop off your sick and wounded at this hospital, Gotham is a big city, but wouldn't other medical professionals be you nurses or veterinarians or doctors? Somebody else would know about this. Shut her down. 
Yeah. Easily. Yeah, this shit is. I don't know. The this... whole thing that kind of. Um, oh, going back to you know Kate. Yeah. First meeting, Tommy Elliot. Yeah. You realize how simple it was for him to get in the office of Bruce Wayne. Bro. He's sitting there laughing, turns around. I'm like, what in the... F-? Mm-hmm. I said, you know what, man? I said, where's Luke? Yeah. He fired. <laughs> you fired, Luke. I- Kate had to play Spider-Man to break into Wayne Enterprises and shit. Yeah. Luke for the first she found the, the damn bat cave magically, like out of nowhere. Yeah. She remembered hell to go. It's irritating. Yeah, it is. It is because it, it it makes it makes the shit that she went through to get in there pointless. Like you've, why do that? If everybody and mama could just walk in through the front door, why the fuck did you scale that building? That now that feels um, unearned or that feels. Um, uh, cheapen like it's a a bad retcon or something. I um I don't I don't like him. I know him from somewhere. I think he was from Revenge, like that actor. Um, I don't know who the dude is. I feel like he was on Revenge. He first came on. Like we started talking, he just seemed annoying as shit. Yeah. You know, he was, he introduced himself and Tommy Elliott. I'm like, oh shit, Thomas. I'm like, that's Hush. And instantly, like, he's that annoying. Tom, Tommy Elliott is that annoying. So the guy who played that role yeah. in the Batman so he did a good job. He was just was like, oh, here we go. I know this dude is about to be annoying as shit. Yeah. Just yeah. waiting on him. Yeah, and he um, he's bland. I mentioned um, on Twitter that... These motherfuckers, all these white men, and I hate to say, well, I don't hate to say it, but they are boring. They all seem to run into each other. Um, they're tall, white, average face, um, some good acting, some okay acting, but they all look alike. And you're not about to tell me that every white man that you cast on this show is that fucking similar. Because not even being funny, um, Tommy... And Sophie's husband, though one is a little bigger, like more muscular, they look alike. They look. They don't. Even Jacob, though older with darker hair, he has a certain look that they all just look alike to me. And I've seen different looking white men. That why does everyone? I don't. I don't know. It just because actually, um, in in the Joker movie, Thomas Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> look at Tom, the guy that played Thomas Wayne in that movie. Great actor, but still, the look of Thomas Wayne in that movie. Mm-hmm. You could put him in a gallery of Jacob. Yeah. Uh, Tommy and Sophie's husband, and couldn't tell the difference, really. They're boring. Right. I don't know, man. It, it, it's really. I don't know if they're leaning into this, like, wealthy, older white man idea trope or whatever but and this ain't even me being funny like oh white man i trash it's not even that it's just that all these motherfuckers look alike but there are so many varying degrees of like body type facial expressions look aesthetic and to me batwoman gotham's batwoman 
yeah, Gotham, Batwoman's Gotham, rather, feels like the knockoff or the understudy to, like, Mad Men. Like, you're reaching for this great Gatsby 19, what is it, 20s, 30s aesthetic, and you're not getting there. So, I don't know, fam. I just... I don't like it. I don't like it, man. Cause this, I hate it, man, bro. Yeah. Now you, you're going to have me looking at these characters now on the show. It's just... I mean, look at it. At least the men, like the women, they say, I guess there's only so much you can do with a suit, but there's things that you can do with a suit. Um, And this is probably to just all CW shows, so I'm not necessarily shitting on Batwoman, but Batwoman, however dark and gritty, still feels like it fits firmly within the CW universe. And I don't mean just DC shows. I mean Gossip Girl. I mean motherfucking any number of... The originals, like the the 100, and it's cool, but I feel like you had a chance to really, like, do it big, like, and maybe they're saving that for season two, like, just let's get through season one and and, and get renewed for season two, but um, I don't really like the aesthetic. It fits the show, no problem, but I don't... I think... I think they were trying to take the, you know, the extra step, but due to the fact that it is it is on CW, yeah, they gotta, you know, water it down, make it tame. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I get the gritty and dark feel of it, but it's like, oh, like you could mm-hmm. go on the extra mile with this one, mm-hmm. you know, fight scenes, you could be all the way there, you could. Step it up a notch. Man, they could have did better with their casting. Even with Tommy. Like, I understand that some people are angry about diversity and inclusion. And I personally don't think you have to turn every white character into a different race. Because there are tons of differently raced characters. I think I said that right. Characters out there that could be used. But for the sake of this show and having this spin on, you know, under when you know that diversity is the name of the game. Tommy could have been an Indian man. He could have been an Asian man. He could have been, I don't know, a Panamanian man. You could something needs to break up the monotony that is like the bland dudes. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, rant over, but I just <laughs> I don't like him. Tommy is trash. Um, yeah, so uh, in one scene we get uh, no, no, no. With 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 Tommy and Kate, Tommy is inviting Batman, or excuse me, he's inviting Bruce to his party. Um, Kate's like Bruce ain't here. He's like, ah, oh, but yes, he is. She's like, no, how do you know? And it's pretty much it's alluded to that he knows who Batman is. He knows that Bruce is Batman. Right. And what? How did you take that? What was yeah? Take it away. Oh, when when basically you no know, him knowing who Bruce yeah. Wayne is. Yeah. I took that as I'm like, okay, the events of Hush has already happened. Okay. okay that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit! I'm like, okay, so the disappearance of Batman, this three year hiatus, mm-hmm. uh, that could have played a part. Because Batman, if you think Batman went through hell with the Joker, mm-hmm. man, 
the, the Hush storyline, he Batman went through some shit, like like mental wise. Yeah, he went through. Um, that might have played a part in his disappearance. Yeah. Okay. And that would be interesting if they would say, you know, I think I mentioned this last week, where if you give me some reference to books that I could pick up, <clears throat> because we would know where to go, because we enjoy comics and these properties. But again, Jim and Sarah off the street, who enjoy this show, they're enjoying what they're seeing, but they don't understand how important hush is and so something that could have been a quick little um check out hush or an image of the hush comic or something to get them to be like okay well maybe this i don't know maybe i'm thinking too deep but i feel like it would help and it would also help with comic sales uh the thing with me though i'm not used to this i'm not used to uh, coming into something and then you know a Batman lore and mm-hmm. oh Batman been gone for three years. The only story that I know from a, like a big superhero that mm-hmm. took a hiatus and went away, Superman. Yeah, and went away for five years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and came back. He looked completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, With the mullet, about it. huh? That's when he had the mullet. Yeah, he, the black mullet yeah. and the super black and everything. Like, okay. Just, I, it, I'm not used to Batman just like, oh, just picking up and leaving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. Maybe one of the comics that I have not got into yet, maybe mm-hmm. Batman has taken a hiatus, but I'm not used to it. Well, shit, listeners, use the hashtag KIGPod. If you do know of a story where Batman has been gone for an extended amount of time, let us know, because we don't know. Hell. I lie. I lie. I'm sorry. Okay. Why did I say? Well, never mind. Uh, Never mind. (laughs) When Payne broke his back. Oh, Um, yeah. Now, I knew that. Oh, shit. I knew that. In Nightfall. (laughs) Okay. um, uh, What's it? Ezreal? Ezreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ezreal was temporarily Batman for a short period of time. But yeah, besides that, nah. I yeah. know him pick up and disappear. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're doing something different, but I, I, my fear is that they're doing this because they didn't want to include Batman because it's Batwoman's show. But for me, right now anyways, the show is still about Batman. Like, it's her... It, instead of... It being her having her own individual solitary show. We got a lot of Alice in her backstory, and that is strong, but the Batwoman part of it is directly tied to Bruce. And I don't watch Supergirl, so I don't know how they handled it there, but they didn't handle it well. <laughs> it was cool until they decided to add Clark, and I'm like, yeah. You didn't fuck up, man. Like, okay. Bro, like, make- her. They did a good job with making it about her. Okay, okay. Yeah, because this... I, I'm still enjoying it. I, these are just critiques, honest critiques. I'm still enjoying the show, but I do feel like it's a lot of Bruce in the show that it shouldn't be. Um, if, I know this is an origin story, pretty much, and we're getting to wherever Batwoman is going to get to, but it doesn't feel... It feels like we got this shadow of Batman on our back, and this show should be able to stand independently of him. Um, I don't know, but 
why yeah. Arrow works so damn well. Like, you're familiar with Green Arrow, but it's, you know, the fact that he's tied to Super Friends, so it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. They did an amazing, to the point, they did an amazing job to the point where if I think of Green Arrow, yeah. I don't think of, oh, yeah, that's Green Arrow from Super Friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like a standalone character to me now. Yeah, okay, okay. Awesome. And that's smart, and I think that would have served her well. I mean, I'm whatever, I'm, I'm still, like I said, I'm still in the show, but I just, I don't. I don't like this Bruce Wayne being on her back. Um, another something that has happened is Sophie is now tied to uh, Mary. And the reason being is that uh, she wants to learn what is Kate doing. Because she suspects that Kate is Batwoman. Um, I'm ass on. <sighs> Fuck you, care. Okay, there we go. That's exactly, that sums up my thoughts exactly. Um, is he, bitch? What you mean? Yeah, yeah, and it's not that I I don't think. Let me see. How do I put this? I don't think that they need to be tied romantically to each other, and I don't think they need to be tied romantically in order to have a friendship. But when we are introduced to you as a love interest, well, we introduced as independently, but we knew. You would be the love interest. And you give me so much shit, me being Kate. So much shit about we over, we done. Um, yeah, I'm married. You're not even... She may be trying to figure out if Kate is Batwoman. And at, at one point in time, it felt like she was trying to see if uh, Mary was Batwoman. It, it felt that way. But that may be what you're trying to get around to. But the optics don't look good. Like, pretty much back to what you said. What the fuck do you care for? Why do you care? And maybe I can't put it into words, but I don't like it. We heard that it was over. Mm-hmm. Um, your dude came up out of nowhere, and you you never said anything to her. You never made mention of dude at all. You never made mention of him. not one time. She's sneaky. She's sneaky as hell. Um, and I guess I feel like if you're concerned about Kate as a friend, like, oh, if she's Batwoman, she's going to be hurt, I'm fine with that. But the length that you're going to to try to figure this out, when you have a whole job, a whole husband, you volunteered to pretty much badger her um, sister to try to get these details, do you care or do you not? And it's one thing to be like, oh, let me find out if she's Batwoman. Cool, but it's another thing to just be like, look, Kate, woman to woman, we used to date, whatever our past is, I'm very concerned because if you are Batwoman, these are the issues. Like, you're not, you're not, the way you're coming at it makes it feel like that you still have a thing for her. Like, you offered her, like, well, no, apparently, well, I don't even think it's true, but Jacob mm-hmm. wanted her to be the bodyguard for Mary, like watch over Mary. No, no, she asked him for that. She asked him to do it. And they didn't show it on screen, but she... Oh, so they didn't show that. Yeah, they didn't show the actual conversation, but she was like, yeah, I think I have a way to get to the bottom or whatever the hell she's talking about. And then she popped up as the security detail. She asked for that position. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's 
creepy as the fuck. What do you want from me? So, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, so there's that. And she spent the whole time talking about Kate and shit. So we move past that and we get to uh, the Batcave. So what happened is uh, somebody broke into one of Wayne, Bruce Wayne's buildings or something, stole a gun that is able to shoot through Batman's Teflon, Teflon Don and shit. Um, so we go into like, the Batcave. Yeah. yeah. And Luke is showing Kate all these different gadgets. And he shows her a gun. He shoots the Batwoman outfit, bounces off. Then he shows her the gun that was stolen. This shit, I mean, it looked like a Nerf gun, but it it fits. Um, what you thinking about this scene here? It felt very Black Panther and Shuri with the uh, with the uh, Black Panther outfit. I like how they threw that that little weapon in there. Yeah, that plays a fucking hush. Oh, cool. It's another traumatizing moment for Batman. Mm. Mm. Another traumatizing moment. So I'm thinking, you know, as this show goes on or as this season goes on, mm -hmm. there's going to be certain events, like little hints like, yeah. as to why Bruce went away. This might be the start of it. Okay. Okay. Especially how, you know, Thomas was warning Bruce mm -hmm. to be at his part so bad. So, <laughs> I'm thinking this plays a part. Okay. It's just, I, I like how they threw in that Easter egg with the gun. That was dope as hell. Okay. Well, that's cool. I, well, I look like I really need to revisit Hush Hell. Um, okay, that's cool. And I wonder if that's the case, then is every episode or every few episodes going to pull from an arc of Batman? Like, because I thought this yeah, was done well. That's how they're going to do it. They are going to... I think they're going to pull from the look. They don't have to, man, because Batwoman's story was dope as hell. Okay, that's okay. But I think the fact that Batman is such a powerhouse, mm -hmm. they have no choice but to pull from his his you know his story. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, or that's the only that was my biggest downfall with Supergirl. They were taking Superman storylines, mm -hmm. and that was like, bro, come on, man. Like I yeah. know what this is. Justice League's animated show. Like, yeah, she got her own goddamn comic. Has had one for decades. Um, and Supergirl's story is so her comic is so dope, but it's yeah. like I don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Um. That being said, what do you think about Batwoman and like the show? So, does she have her own rogues gallery, or is it going to get boring or tiring? To keep incorporating people from Batman's, she has look. her own rogue gallery, and that's why I don't get why. I, I don't I don't understand that. I really don't. Mm -hmm. That's the confusion that got with me with Supergirl. Batwoman has her own rogue gallery, mm -hmm. but I I know for a fact it's the CW. Yeah, they focusing on Batman. They're gonna pull from his storylines. Mm -hmm. Which, man, I mean, it's okay, but I guess for me, I'm thinking, what if you eventually, somewhere down the line, want to do a Batman TV show? Then he has a lot to pull from, but if you keep pulling these big stories, and yeah. these, like, are you going to just unless revisit try, those? Unless you try to do a continuation of Gotham, because <laughs> mm. I don't see why you're going to top the Gotham 
story. Okay. I, I don't know. It's just it's, it's a little because even that's even something I worry about with the MCU. Like, yeah, y'all pulling from these great stories, and we do have new creators making stories within the last ten years or so. And you have new creations like Kamala Khan and Miles Morales. But when you come to to pull these stories and you're burning through them so quickly, because what the first three phases were what eleven years. And that's at approximately, let's say, two, at least two movies a year. Um, hell, by the time I'm in my 40s, 50s, are you going to be up to the 90s as far as comic book stories so that are people making stories quick enough for you to then incorporate? Like, then with Disney Plus and there being series, like, what happens when you do Tom King's run on Division through WandaVision? And then what? What else is there? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I don't know. And that's and that, that's what bothers me too because that's the only thing I'm excited for is mm-hmm. WandaVision. Mm-hmm. WandaVision and um, um, what was the other one that I was excited for? I don't right. know. Oh. WandaVision is the only one that I seem to be. Oh, Doctor Strange is uh, yeah, his um, new movie. Um, I forget something. The talented Mr. Ripley or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's something, man. Doctor Strange and the Magical Negro. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I'm excited too. So Disney Plus, take my money. Um, yeah, Batwoman. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just I'm scared that she is just gonna constantly live in the shadow of Batman, or maybe this thing with Alice might go on for too long, like the Tobias thing over there, Black Lightning. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like her, uh, like her comic sold so well, bro. Batwoman's comic is so fucking good. Yeah, and that's why I understand it. It's like you don't have to sit there and pull from Batman. I think that's where Supergirl suffered the most. Okay, they don't have to. Mm. from Superman's story because Supergirl's comics is so dope too. Yeah, yeah, it, it's so much that you can talk about, but not. Nah. Hmm. You know what? What they could do, like get Huntress. Has she been in? Um. Uh, what about Orphan? Has yeah. she been in anything? Huntress has been in Arrow. So what about Orphan then? The Asian bad woman. Like, what about her? Like, use her. Like, don't. I don't know, man. I just feel, for this to be such a. And I hope I don't sound hypocritical, but this would be such a feminist, woman-led show. I feel like the reliance on Bruce is a bit much. Uh, We do get Alice. We do get Mary. We do get Catherine. We do get other women who have their own stories and are not. But when the main person is relying on Batman in a way that even her traumatic issue from her childhood is tied into him. Like, that whole scene on the bridge, Batman didn't have to be in that scene at all. He didn't have to be tied to that at all. I think that's a detriment to the show. I don't like that. Um I'm talking about that flashback. Yeah. The fact that Batman... The shadow, I was like, eh. Yeah, when we got it before, he should... Like, the flashback that was prior to him being in it, I was fine with it. Like, him being in it is odd because I'm thinking this is... Though it may be in Gotham, we're like on a trail in some woods away from the city 
why do you know to come over here? You know, why, why are you even in this space? Why are you involved in this issue? Do you have a tracking device on your cousin's um, birthstone? Like, why are you here? So, I don't know. I mean, and, it's speculation. Man, I it, I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to just accept it for what it is. Give them at least... That's what bothers me so much. It's just like, oh, he he was off on his his calculation, or, mm-hmm. and I was like, hold on, man. Yeah. And not beating a dead horse, man. But his Batman is one of my favorite comics. Batman mm-hmm. don't do that. Mm-hmm. Batman don't. No, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> and I'm sure this is deliberate. It'll mean something later, but it still is like this nigga is part of whatever. Um, uh, shit. Uh, Alice. Uh, breaks into Jacob and Catherine's condo and goes through makeup, breaks a pitcher, kills a crow agent, which, how does she get up there then, sir? Um, and she's dressed head to toe in a crow uniform, so I thought she killed somebody to get the uniform. So, I don't know. What, what are we thinking about Alice in this shit? Hey, that was dope. So she was like, Oops. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't realize it when she killed him. I was like, oh, damn, okay. Typical Alice. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Mm hmm. He gave her four hours and she just killed somebody. And then, of course, yeah. She's like, oops. Right. Case you know, like, I wait long enough. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah. I, man, I, I don't care what nobody say. I love me some Alice so oh, far. Man. Um, uh, it, okay. So, Okay, Beth became Alice. She had that traumatic incident, but do we even know that the traumatic thing of seeing your mom's um, head on the other side of the windshield and you being in the water, is that even the thing that set her off? Because in the beginning, that little dream sequence, she was saying, she was talking in a fairy tale nursery rhyme type way while walking to the basement before she saw that face in the water. So, yeah, the Adventures of Wonderland poem. Okay, there you go. Now, is that to say that Beth would have always ended up being an Alice, regardless? Or what? What? What are we? You know, Jacob has that flashback in episode two, where he just simply just gave the fuck up. Yeah, Jacob. You know what? Jacob has something to do with that. I think he knows better than anybody that Beth was alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real. And I think he knows, and he's just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. That's shit. I'm an orphanage now. Yeah. Which and is... I think that's a result of it. I think that's what drove her mad, because it's like, well, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that, because to your point, I agree. I agree with you. I know that motherfucker knows something. You just break into Jacob's home. Yeah. Like, no motive. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck her, man. I mean him. Him. Fuck him. Fuck Jacob. Not her. Not Alice. Jacob. But yeah, I um I was going to say, well, maybe he just couldn't handle two daughters, but first of all, they're twins. Secondly, well, first of all, they're your kids. Secondly, they're twins. Why would you if you're gonna get rid of one, just kill them both. But the I feel Alice on such a 
emotional level that I I think, and this may be a reach, but when you are a child and you have multiple siblings, or even if you're an only child, we see far too many times where people pretty much have their practice family, where it may have been an accidental pregnancy, or maybe this just you grew out of love with the partner or whatever, but you have your first set or first kids, and then you go on to have others. Though Mary isn't Jacob's biological child, this house is littered with pictures of y'all four together as this happy family. When Alice, um, not Alice, excuse me, when Kate and Mary were younger. So Mary has been around for a while. So motherfucker, while I'm dead and gone, supposedly, you stop looking, but you go and get a replacement family. And I'm no, like, cause I have not seen any pictures of Kate and Beth, but in Kate's hands. I ain't seen Jacob with no picture of them. I ain't seen none on the walls, nothing. So. That's what I'm saying. I think Jacob. There's more. There's more to be revealed, but there's more that he is involved in than you mm-hmm. know. More than more. Yeah. Shit. Maybe he knew she was a little touched, or I hope that's not insensitive. If so, forgive me, because I don't want to be in totally incorrect with, with labeling. But maybe he knew that she was going to have some mental issues and just didn't want to deal with that. Which that's shitty if that's the case. But I think he tried. But I think it, it got to one point maybe he mm. tried by going to that orphanage or something. Yeah. Mm, okay, yeah. And maybe he started seeing some signs of her kind of mm-hmm. And he just, all right, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this, I think that's going to play a part. Maybe that, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But for uh, her to break into his home with ease, just mm-hmm. no motive like that it's just like all right man there's something here yeah something something you didn't do motherfucker uh so listeners y'all let us know use that hashtag kig pod why do you think alice is after jacob do you think he neglected her did he purposely stop looking for her do you have any predictions fan theories any of that let us know use that hashtag Um, and with that being yeah all of that could have ended at episode two right yeah little that showdown right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the fuck he's still going after him just to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. She, something wrong with that, bro. Yeah, she wants him to suffer. And I'm and Catherine is um an accomplice. Yeah. Whatever happened. I agree. And I think at at best she didn't know what was going on but got brought into the fold later and still went with it. Um I don't know much about her history prior to Jacob, but I'm thinking maybe she didn't have money or maybe she did and wanted more. And hooking up with this man was a good way to secure a even better life for you and your daughter. I don't know. Um, where's Mary's dad? What happened to him? Why he not around? So other other questions that need to be answered. Um so we get to the little party for Tommy or Thomas Elliot or whatever, and this is a beautiful set. I don't know if this was shot in a studio, because I think we came to the conclusion that they're shot in Vancouver. But I don't know if this was shot in a studio, but I like the look of this little party. It was very, you know, bougie condo party. Kate looked kind of off in that fishnet paisley 
blouse with the jacket over. And she. Hey, his one part in there, man. They had, I don't know why it had me cracking up. Uh-huh. There was no reason to laugh. I'll, we'll get to it. In okay. Um, but no, she's talking with Sophie's husband, which I don't even know this man's name. Um, I really, I can't even remember his name. Well, well, firstly, Kate is talking to the bartender, who's this blonde chick with like, you know, conventionally attractive. She looks like a pretty white girl. And, uh, she talks about all this party and these jerks and whatever else. You got some token Negroes sprinkled throughout who have no speaking lines. And, uh, Kate reminds me of Detective Benson from, um, Law and Order SVU. Everything about her. But she says, like, oh, I can read the room. I know what these people are, what they think, or whatever. And so Sophie's husband comes over. She's like, oh, yeah, uh, Kate, uh, where do you know Sophie from? What? (sighs) Nigga, ask your wife. Don't ask me where I know her from. Oh, man, because you already know. Hey, fam, Frank. Know where my frustration is gonna kick in. Come on. I'm waiting on it. Just keep going. I we haven't arrived yet. Okay. Um prior to this scene, we got Sophie as the clingy detail, safety detail for Mary. So they go to this party, she go in the elevator, Kate walks in, it's a very uncomfortable, awkward conversation. Then we get this motherfucker asking, Oh, how do you know Sophie? First of all, that's your wife. Secondly, like I mean it's if it had been in a different setting, like, oh, we're just hanging out, maybe having some drinks, shooting pool, you'd be like, okay, you know, where y'all meet? But you're at work, and you're interrogating, quote-unquote, interrogating the boss's daughter for information that you should be able to easily get from your wife. Uh, additionally, the fact that you even asking in this way proves that you know something is up. You know this ain't just no regular, my homegirl from the police academy. You know that. Um, Jacob walks up. And uh, they're talking about Tommy Elliott and how he's the biggest client. And unfortunately, you know, whatever, I'm glad you're here because that means that you ain't out with Alice gallivanting around town. And it's all, whatever. It, I don't like Jacob. I don't like this bland ass party. It's cute, though. It's a pretty party. But I don't like it. Oh, yeah. It looks great. Um, I would have stayed about like 30 minutes and then do Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, first of all, Mary looks stunning in her dress. But she walks up to her mom next. That's the next part of the scene. She's like, well, why the fuck do I got this security detail? Which had me thinking, Sophie has been following you for at least a day. Why have you not reached out to your parents before this? Um, that was kind of odd. Uh, then we move on to Tommy standing out the window, standing at the window, drinking his scotch. Talking about Bruce, and um, he says, oh, Bruce, me, pretty much him and Bruce talked. And Kate is like, well, that's my own cousin, and he didn't even drop me a line, but whatever. And Tom is like, oh, you know, he's preoccupied. We, we go way back, and we friends and shit, or whatever. Um, and Kate does what I, I did like this, where she's like, well, you know, maybe he's preoccupied with them. Uh, that specialized firearm that was stolen. Um Good news, the, the idiots that took it didn't realize there was a GPS device in it. Uh, Wayne Security coming for you and all this other shit. Um, yeah. Cool. You know, I like that. You know, she's showing that she's more than just punching something and letting people know that she's Batwoman. 
Um, then we move on, and Jacob gets a phone call. And you hear this classical music. It's uh, cello suite number one. And it's Alice on the cello in their apartment playing. And she's talking to Jacob. He's like, who the fuck is this? She's like, oh, you... You taught me to play this. Don't you love music and some other shit? Playing playing with his mind. Fucking with his head. Um, she says something like, let's keep talking until your tracker um, pinpoints my location or something. It, like she, I love Alice, man. I love Alice. I do. <laughs> I just yeah. Uh, so what what you thinking, man? What's uh, this Alice Jacob uh, war of the words and shit? What are you thinking, man? My thing is she keeps like I said she keep fucking with him. Mm-hmm. She's doing something happened. Mm-hmm. Something that we have not seen yet in a flashback sequence or mm-hmm. what happened. Something happened that led her just in the eye. I'm gonna fuck with him for the rest of it. Like when I, the perfect moment, I'm gonna just fuck with him, mm-hmm. and I, I mess with him until I'm ready to kill him or whatever she wants to do to him. Mm-hmm. I like that scene though with the whole, the, you know, the cello and the classical music over the phone. Mm. Let me tell you why I love Alice. Either her or the writers. Jacob is saying, well, why the, how the fuck you get in my house? She like, you know, ain't that fucked up? You're the king of the crows, but you can't even protect your own nest. Alice is really good for delivering these lines that are so heavy. Jacob is threatening her. He says, you know what? Pretty much, bitch, I'm coming for you. She says to him, if only you had have uttered those words 15 years ago, we wouldn't be in this mess. Sheesh. Bruh. Sheesh. She is killing it with these, like, she is the best character on this show. Well, one of the best. Like, you ask yeah. Kate, how many, how long did it take before you could fall asleep? And it's not like, what? I'm a fan. And I heard it, you know, continuously quote Adventures in Wonderland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so fucking dope. Yeah. So I'm a sucker for that story. Mm-hmm. I like the story, but it's just they give her that to quote every now and then. She is eating this fucking show up. I'm going to say she's probably the most charismatic character on the show. Um, second, I would honestly put Mary and then Luke um, as most memorable Alice is really this actress is she's killing it. I'm enjoying her. I'm enjoying her. Yeah, hmm. it's weird. I wonder what she would be like if she was if she was one playing Kate. Hmm. Mm. Then I. Woo, boy. I don't know. I don't know. Um. I don't know. If she takes the Alice role serious. I'm like, damn. If she was Kate Kane, Batwoman, mm. I like to see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she would be damn good as she is here. Uh, but what I do want to know is, they're supposed to be twins. And again, not trying to be funny, but is the woman playing Alice, is she not older? Like, her and Kate are not the same age. Her yeah, and Ruby. Um, Ruby's super young. Right. I know that for So yeah, she is older than Ruby. 
I'm, I gotta look up her age. How old is Alice? Shit, cause uh, is Alice on that woman? Cause I, it's it's, it's I think what. Okay. Um, Alice is twenty-four years. Oh, this is the Batwoman. This is the comic book. Okay, man, I'll, I'll I'll get to that some other time. But um, but yeah. So Alice is talking shit, and Jacob grabs Catherine. He's like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." Alice is at our house, and Catherine's response has me thinking. Like you said, I think she's part of the reason why Alice is not around. Cause she's like, you mm-hmm. keep letting her fuck up our life and ruin shit and this and that. She just oh, yeah, came back. Spazzing. I was like, oh shit. Right. It's a little bit of truth reveal. Yeah. Okay. Had to be. Maybe she's the reason why Alice was even in that damn orphanage. Uh, but what I don't understand is the, which I'm sure it'll be explained later, but the degree to which she's disgusted and angry and upset. Because it felt very, and it, it wasn't this good, but it felt like, it reminded me of Angela Bassett and Waiting to Exhale. Now, Captain's performance wasn't that great, but just something about her being upset took me there. Um, I could be reaching, if so, you know, call me out. But it felt like, I think they're setting her up to look like the villain, and this is the first time that I've questioned whether she is really a bad guy. I still don't really trust her, but is Catherine just going along with something that Jacob did, or is she truly the one pulling the strings? Now, I want to say, I want to say in episode two, it looked as if she was trying to, like, I think she's going along with whatever Jacob did. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of episode two, she didn't look like she was up to something necessarily, but yeah. more so um, assisting and just doing whatever she can to get rid mm-hmm. of whatever, you know, anything that was, that reminded her of Beth. Mm-hmm. She wanted to get rid of Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. We'll see, man. We'll see. Um, so Kate catches Tommy or... Tom, yeah, Tommy, uh, playing with the gun that supposedly has a GPS tracker in it, and she calls him out, and he's like, yeah, I'm waiting for Batman. They they don't fight, but they, I think they throw a few blows at each other, and he takes the gun, pulls out his cell phone, and pushes a button, and it, like, fucks with one of the elevators, and so the elevator that has the wait staff in it gets stopped or something. Pretty much they... No, I think he, he breaks the cable so it fall, it plummets to the first floor and them people pretty much are dead. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah tell Batman they, to meet me at the roof. But, yeah. Yeah, I was... I wasn't expecting that. That death yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you you know, we see how that ended up and... Man. And just laying in the rubble just of the, the elevator's remains and Blood yeah. everywhere, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. dead, dead, dead. Yeah, kind of like a CW show. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I guess Batwoman doing something, shit. Uh, and it was so. I guess they got rid of the people who, quote unquote, no one would care about because he said something to that effect, like, uh, "Keep fuck with me, and next time 
is going to be somebody who the city actually gives a damn about or cares about or something. I was like, shit, that just further reinforces this idea that Batman ain't for everybody. He's just for the wealthy. Batwoman is just for the wealthy. Like, what about the poor people who are uh, collateral damage to all this bullshit that you wealthy motherfuckers is doing? So, fuck that guy. That's why I think think Batwoman is going to be a much more important dynamic Mm -hmm. show rather than Batman. Because we know Batman to be the one just to help the wealthy. Yeah. he, He helps the poor, but it's more so... Of the rich, I mean, because we mm. know who he is, Bruce Wayne, whatever. Mm. Then now we have Kate. Kate doesn't want to do it; she doesn't want to take part. But I think slowly she's yeah. realizing what she has to do and what's you know going on in her surroundings. Yeah, for sure, and it's about damn time. Uh, so she go downstairs and see these motherfuckers in the rubble. You might have to take this because when I was live tweeting, we had a tornado warning, which fucked up the entire. Damn end of the episode for me. I didn't see anything. Oh. Bruh. And what part did it cut off at? When soon as Jacob and Catherine were talking and she was like, Why do you always let um Alice do this shit or whatever? And then as soon as the scene went to Sophie, her husband, and Mary in the elevator, that's where it cut off. It cut. Well, let me tell you. This is this is where it pissed me off. This okay. is where I was like, I clocked out for the rest of the episode. So he kept antagonizing Sophie mm-hmm. in that elevator. The everything was down. Like they were next to the, the fucking power lines of the elevator were getting ready to fall. Mm-hmm. And it, like it was a, a shot sequence between them in the elevator, Catherine and Jacob in the elevator, some other people I think. Mm-hmm. But Sophie's husband, the entire time he kept pressing Sophie, how do you know Kate? How do you know Kate? Mm. Mm. You two went to, you know, this academy together. So it couldn't be just much. And then I think Sophie goes, she's like, um, she, she's just a friend. You know, we, we, you know, we just happened to meet each other and we just became cool like that. And then you see Mary off in the corner kind of like, looking at her like mm-hmm. motherfucking liar yeah good motherfucking liar. as if man it, that's probably one of the best scenes that sophie's been in okay but the expression on mary's face mm-hmm. said it all i was like god damn here we go more drama yeah and sophie sophie played it off to the point where she's like oh i I don't have any type of connection to Kate. Yeah. I don't know that. We just went to the same academy together. <sighs> That's and fucked up. Mary had this death stare, dog. <laughs> this is a <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> you wanted to jump up and swing on her, man. And that's when I was like, you know what? I don't like Sophie. Yeah. I don't care. I, I don't. I uh, I feel like, again, I feel like Sophie was written to be a white woman or written with a white woman in mind. And this isn't a critique like, oh, that's bad. But I feel like they just wrote a character and then she auditioned and got it. But a lot of the shit that she is doing. That right there did it. That right there did it, man. Everything else is just like, 
Oh, it's that annoying girl again. Yeah. And, uh, the third. That scene, right? You gotta watch that scene, bro. Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't see. It. I guess my issue is you're not just dating this man. That is your husband. How do you not? And this could be me just not knowing because there's a very real issue or a very real concern with queer people, especially black people in the LGBTQ community. So there's one thing to kind of keep that to yourself. But this is somebody who you're marrying. So I think in this, I don't know what this says about me. If, if I need to be called out, please tweet me. Uh, KIG pod and let me know. But it feels like if the roles were reversed and Sophie was a man, not to say it would be better for him to have lied that you ain't, you don't know this nigga, but it would make more sense in my head because it's like, okay, is this woman going to accept that that part of your life was a part in the past? Additionally, that's a part that is actively in your present that you're constantly around. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm. Man, <sighs> no, I see what you're saying, but it was the way she responded as if Kate did not exist, bro. See, and that's to watch. You go on one, two, three movies and look up the that part of the episode and yeah. just watch it real quick. Something, bro. Like, yeah, I'm, it's it's playing now, but it's. She, uh, fam, the way she gave her answer was like, and then you got to see the camera pan over to yeah, Mary. Yeah, Mary, she and looking up like, this. okay. Uh, yeah. Like, bro. <sighs> really? Yeah, this shit is wild, man. I, um, Sophie, I'm ready for all this shit to catch up to her. Because uh, I'm, with, I'm with her husband. Like, it's one thing that you've never mentioned. First of all, if me and you work for... Pepsi, and we work in close proximity to the owner of Pepsi, and his daughter coming to town, and you, not even romantically was involved, but you knew her from back in the day, I would expect you to be like, yeah, I know Sarah Pepsi, me and her went to high school together. This the daughter's, this the boss's daughter. So, and then he he asked that too, he was like, bro, like, how do you... Like, like, what's the connection? Mm -hmm. At first, it was annoying because he kept pressing her. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, all right, fuck off. Here's my answer. And Mary's reaction, bro, just gave it away. I said, dog, Sophie just... (laughs) Sophie just... She a fuckboy. She a fuckboy who thinks she a good dude. Hell, that's what they said in Insecure. Um... I'm still trying to be on her side, but it's hard to because what are you what are you doing? Like he said, why why didn't you tell me this? She's like, oh, it wasn't a secret. I no, he said, isn't that a secret? It wasn't a secret or something. But yeah, I'm with him. You, it's not like they work for this big company. You work for the crows are big, but they're big in Gotham, and they're newly big to the point where you have a direct line to the boss. Mm-hmm. And you've had interactions, even if they weren't romantic. You've had interactions with the daughter, and we married, and you ain't say, "Oh, you know, daughter's back in town, and I know her." First of all, and, and you ain't mentioned her, but for the last couple episodes, Kate has been at her desk talking shit, making googly eyes at her, and you ain't once y'all all you and your husband work together. 
he could walk up on you and see her at your desk. Right. What? Man. I, I was annoyed with her, man, until she gave that answer. I'm like, you know what? That was justified with him asking. Yeah. Sophie, I don't like you. Yeah. I really don't. I'm trying, man, but I don't know. Just off the strength of her being black, I'm trying. That did it for me right there. I'm 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 gonna see what she do this Sunday, but she has really been proving herself unlikable. Uh, yeah, so whatever. This shit gotta come bite her in the ass because I don't understand why her husband don't know this shit already. This is a problem. It, and then also is this may be another thing. Maybe Kate was the only lesbian relationship she's been in or queer relationship because. She signed that paper so easily, well, what seems to be so easily, and I understand there is intersectionality, so it could be, you know, this is my only way out. I don't have the privilege you do. Um, on top of that, I am a black woman. I'm not a white woman, so we're going to move different in a certain space. So I'm I'm okay, but I need to know, is this the only relationship you've been in with a woman where you felt like it was insignificant, too insignificant to tell your husband, but maybe you were just... Hoping to never see her again, or man, there's so many people that I've met and that I'm still cool with that had to suppress that part. Yeah, and then you know, most of them in the Air Force and the Army. I'm like, damn. Yeah, God, like the shit is terrible. <laughs> gotta sit there and just fucking suppress it. I'll be asking like, how? They're like, bro, I don't know. Yeah, survival. <laughs> That's all it is, survival. You got to do what you got to do to survive. Everybody does it, but certain people have to do it more, and they have it a bit harder or a bit more complicated because of systemic issues and societal issues. So I am okay with Sophie to an extent. I understand her, but in the context of the show, because they're not giving me the parts of her that I do understand from lived in experience and from knowing people who walk that life that Stofi has, that's the part that's giving me like a cognitive dissonance where it's like, okay, I hate what she's doing on the show. I get the actions behind it because I am aware of the real life ramifications of a woman who exists like that. But on the show, I just say, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Man, right, right, yeah, shit. She's she's a piece of work, man. Um, yeah. So whatever. I'm 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 a I'm a I'm gonna give her another episode. I'm gonna try, man. I'm gonna try. That that kind of did it for me, bro. Oh man. Yeah, she uh she is something else. So, uh, Batwoman is fighting Hush Hell on the roof, and he has that gun, and he laughing because she got that wig on. He's like, "Motherfucker, you ain't Batman." And uh, they get into it. Luke is like, "Did you charge the gun?" And she charged the gun, and then they fight, and the light turned green, and Homeboy didn't. He 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 shot her, but it didn't work, or he didn't something what. Yeah, it didn't work at all. Yeah, um, but he did blow up some old uh, elevators, <laughs> if nothing yeah. else. Um, there was a scene, real quick, there mm -hmm. was a, that scene that had me laughing, and I kept rewinding it. Uh, it was 
it was uh, after the first elevator fell. Yeah. And Kate was like, you got to gotta help these people or whatever. And Kate just runs off. Now, you know what she's wearing, that weird blazer? Yeah. It was the way she, I don't know why it made me laugh, but it was the way she was like jogging or some shit. Like, yeah. you got to get to the back cave. You should be sprinting. She had this light ass Richard Simmons jog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you gotta make the Wayne Enterprises, cuz. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Especially when you scale the buildings and shit. Yeah, what? <laughs> ah. Man, screw her, man. The lightest dog I've ever seen. I'm like, yo, Kate, you gotta go. Yeah. Suit up. Suit up, motherfucker. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. The best thing, I think, to come out of the end of this episode is when Alice... Pulled Kate or, or Batwoman up from the uh, from the rubble, like the elevator shaft, so she wouldn't fall to her death. Um, that was kind oh, of yeah, the best part. Tommy for me, was about to knock her down, and then all of a sudden, uh, she hit that nigga with a bat. That was tight. I like that. That was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. Um, I do like that Alice knows who Batwoman is. I like that they have these conversations. While Batwoman is in a full suit. Um, and they get into this argument about why you killing people and you shouldn't be here. And uh, She says she came to crash the party, but somebody already did and whatever. And so Alice is like, this is what the fuck I do. I kill. I do this shit. And Kate is insisting that, oh, you still, you still love me. There's no, cause Alice like, yeah, I'm not your sister. I, whoever she was is not me no more. She's like, no, you still love me. You have me. You could have killed me and this and that. She's like, no, motherfucker, I'm, I'm playing with you. You are alive for a reason. I, I, mm-hmm. what, what you thinking, man? What you... I, I don't know, man. There's something. I think it's like a. A back and forth, almost like a she doesn't know what to do. Yeah, I th- what Kate says is right. Mm-hmm. And I think Alice knows that she that Kate is right. Okay, okay, that's fair. She's he's been so used to, uh, you know, to this lifestyle of just killing and being this person. It's yeah, just like no, this is who I am. Blah 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 blah. I can see that. I th- yeah, I think. Kate is right. Okay. She said. Yeah, I agree. I think Kate is right as well. Um, just off of the scene with them at the waffle place when um, Alice was like, yeah, you're my sister. I'm not going to share. And she went after Mary. I was like, okay, well, if you really didn't give a fuck, like, why didn't you just Mm -hmm. kill her? You know, so. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you're right. I think uh, I think she does care. But hell, me caring about my sister ain't got shit to do with me getting ready to fuck up my dad's life because she still hell been on fucking this man's life up. I love that. God. So it's like he must have did something. He had to do something serious. He had to have known that she was alive and did nothing to... Like, get her, like, the fact that she was in that orphanage, in some kind of way, she knows that he knows she was alive. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Yeah, oh, also I want to mention why she was in their apartment, their condo, Alice was, she found a box of Kate's stuff, which pretty much proved to her that what Kate was saying was true. I never stopped looking for you. Like, I I never, I haven't slept. You, she found the map that Kate made uh, or that Kate uh, plotted out, you know, where all the places that they searched for her sister's body. And uh, and that was that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. We got Reagan, the love interest, the bartender. She runs down the steps into Kate's face talking about, oh, girl, I was so damn scared and whatever else. But Sophie's across the room watching this and flash. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. We're looking goofy as hell off in the distance and shit. Mm-hmm. All upset because she got a date now. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that they're putting Sophie in these positions, like that. Seeing, not even that. Starting from her, from her, from Sophie, Kate, and Mary being in the elevator, and then Sophie saying something like, "Why are you here?" And she's like, "Oh, well, I was told to move on." The fact that that scene was there, and then you get this one at the end where Reagan is like, "I should call you," or or Kate says something about them exchanging numbers. The fact that Sophie is in that space, you're cueing to us as the audience that there's still some romantic tension or feeling there. If it was genuinely her just being a friend to Kate, we wouldn't be getting that. I don't, you, you ain't gonna fool me and you ain't about to make me like Sophie behind this shit. I'm trying to, give me more. No, man. I'm done. I'm done with Sophie. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm gonna try, Sophie. I'm gonna give you another episode. We know half of the show is over. You, I'm gonna try. <laughs> only reason why, only reason why I'm just like I'm out, I throwing in the towel because mm-hmm. I seen when I seen Mary look like she was about to jump up and swing on you. Mm-hmm. I like Mary a lot, mm-hmm. so it's like all right, I'm rocking with her. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay, right. okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh. Um, Jacob and Catherine get home and they see that their shit was broken into and then Catherine has three playing cards on her <clears throat> nightstand or her makeup table, which of yes. course Alice left there for her and she, well, I'm assuming that's the only thing that makes sense. And she puts them in the drawer and she's talking about Jacob. How the fuck she get in here? She killed the agent. You know, you the leader of the crows. What the fuck is going on? Fuck you, motherfucker. You think you're slick. Ask that bitch for some money. She's in all this shit. And understandably so. You supposed to be running this shit. How you supposed to save Gotham and you can't even protect your own goddamn house? Um, Yeah. So, I mean, what's up? How we feeling about the show? Shit. Look, man, Jacob has done something very, just an unspeakable, unforgivable thing yeah. that has been revealed, and I can't wait. Mm. Uh, Catherine, I don't think she wanted to be a part of it, but Catherine, being a part of the lifestyle, she just went with it and played accomplice. And But, yeah, anyway, overall, I like this episode. I it gave me a little bit more yeah. of, you know, another villain. Gave me a little bit more of um, a development between Kate and Beth. That was cool. Mm. Um, I, I like the second episode better than this one, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. 
Yeah, this was a slower episode in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I think this is my issue with this show, and it's really an issue with a lot of CW shows, and probably, yeah, a lot of shows like this, is that, like, Tommy, Tommy Oliver, or Elliot, Tommy Oliver, that's the Green Ranger, Tommy Elliot, his commercial that played in this episode feels like they should have played that in episode one. Because I feel like then when we see him, it, it it would make him feel not so much like villain of the week or character of the week. I, I get it. You kind of want to have stuff be a surprise. But when you get long form storytelling like a Netflix original series or like a more dramatic show, they'll lay in Easter eggs and things in a way that it just feels like one long show. This feels like it is one show, but like this is this week's episode. This is this week's. It doesn't. I feel like if you lay some Easter eggs down first, when it does pay off, like Tommy just showing up, if even if he was on a commercial way in the back, like when Batwoman was watching um, the explosion of Alice's uh, detail on the bridge, if they had a winter commercial and it was that. I think that would have made it a bit better because him showing up was strange to me. I didn't, it didn't really do anything for me. I enjoyed the show, the episode, but I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? Why? Yeah, yes. I was like, uh, who's this cat? And then he said his name. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Word. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. I wasn't so, wasn't so bothered or thrown off by it. Yeah. After. I don't know. Yeah, because you could have even mentioned this event that they were at, this little gala. You could have mentioned that in the first or second episode. So when it came up in the third episode, it would. I guess I just grew up watching soap operas and shit for so long. I want everything to be a certain way. Um, it's still a good show. It's just I was like, okay, I thought this was one thing. Uh, so yeah. So um, who you got for your MVP? Who was your 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 best of this episode? Best to me in this episode was Alice. Hmm. Okay. Alice. Yeah, man. They they gave her something a little different. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a little different to do. Mm-hmm. A regular, you know, Wonderland dress and yeah, teeth and shit like that. I like she that. Was doing mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with Alice as well. I think that the uh, dream sequence at the beginning. Um, her and Kate's intimate conversations where it's not us trying to kill each other. I like that. And then her in that cello talking shit to um, Jacob and hitting him with that. You should have said this 15 years ago. I'm like, yeah, I'm all in. Alice is MVP. Um, who's the least favorite for you? God damn it. <laughs> Sophie. Oh, yeah. 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 I that's justified. Um, I want to say Sophie, but because you did, I'm going to go with Jacob. Um, yeah, he, he's, you ain't got to, well, honestly, I should go with Sophie's husband. But no, fuck that nigga. I'm going to go with Jacob because you, you the whole reason we in this mess. You ain't taking care of home. Uh, you ain't taking care of the needs of your biological daughter or Mary 
or Catherine, because like Catherine said, nigga, you the head of the crows. Why the fuck are we in danger all the goddamn time? So, yeah, I got to go with Jacob, man. So, uh, so shit, how many, how many bats you giving this out of 10? How many bats? Um, I go with, I'm going to have to say six and oh, a half. Oh, that was mine. <laughs> Six and a half out of ten bats. I'm gonna go with those. Solid yeah, six. Episode two was fire, bro. I'm not even gonna front. Episode two was dope. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, well, well, cool. only, right. The reason why I scored it so low is because we got a Tom, we got Thomas Elliot just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like got rid of him in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I thought the reveal. With the the red bat symbol mm-hmm. and the red, we're gonna was gonna be more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were gonna get later. Yeah, and it was gonna be uh, a bigger reveal, and it mm. just came out of nowhere. I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> with that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. That's probably why I gave it a six. I didn't. Other stuff was good. The Mary stuff was good, not the Sophie stuff. Uh, Kate was alright, but I think Tommy was not good for me. Jacob, only when he was talking to Alice. And then that very end scene of Batwoman was like, okay, we got a motherfucker standing on the, Why is she on that damn roof? Like, what do you, And why so high at the top? Like, at the very peak of the building? I don't know. I, it, it just didn't do it for me. I gotta give it a 6 out of 10. It's just, um... If if Sophie, not Sophie, if Alice was not in this episode, mm-hmm. if she had not been in this episode whatsoever, and we just, well, if we saw the dream, the dream sequence with yeah. her at the beginning, and that's all we would have saw from mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. my MVP would have been Mary. Okay, I can see that. I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm very upset that Luke is handled in the way he is. Um I don't even know what his point... I, I understand he's the tech guy, the guy in the chair. I get that. But in the world of Batwoman in this Gotham City, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're bad at your job, and you play around with Batman tech all day. Well, who's paying you? What do you do outside of work? Am I ever going to see this motherfucker doing something for him? I just... Mary got her own damn private practice. What does Luke have? So, I don't like this shit. God damn it. Um, I think that's why I came to like, like I said, that's the reason why I came to like Curtis from Arrow. Okay. Like, he didn't really have much to do. Like, what are they going to give him to do? And this mm-hmm. dude now is, uh, is a part of Argus, which yeah. is a security surveillance company, like mm-hmm. this corporation. So, hmm. Yeah, I might have to check that out just for him alone. Hell. Got a lot of shit to check out. I need to go on a hiatus just to catch, to catch all this shit. Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. Any any final thoughts, lasting thoughts, questions, comments, concerns? Okay, I want to know how this whole thing is going to play out between Sophie and Kate. Mm-hmm. That after that, that little situation in the elevator. Yeah. Uh, the way that Mary. Not Mary. The way that Catherine was spazzing out, mm. as if like 
we're trying to get away from this. It's like, why does this keep happening? Mm-hmm. And then there's something more. There's something else going on. I want to know. I really want to know. You're throwing all of this on us now. You got to keep this up for the entire season. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Episode, you have to throw something at us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be out like episode one or two, but if you throw like one or two things there. Yeah. In each episode, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. You, you got to be these cues from here on out. Yeah, I agree. Especially because we're getting crisis and we don't know if Batwoman is going to be. I would imagine she will be involved, but hell, Black Lightning wasn't involved in any of the crossovers for the first two seasons, so who knows? Yeah, that was kind of. I was a little. It didn't bother me, but I'm like, well, damn, like, the ratings for Black Lightning is up. It's rocking a mm. lot higher than um some of the other CW shows. Yeah. I'm like, why? Not in Else Worlds. Because mm, you could put at least one character in there. Hell. <sighs> I think Anissa and um, Jen are going to be the ones in Crisis. So, you know, we'll see, I guess. Mm. I want to see Static Shock, bro. I want to see Virgil. Yeah, give us some milestones. Throw that shit on UPN and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Shit. Well,. I don't know. I ain't got no final thoughts, man, y'all. Just check out the, the live tweet. Make sure you're using that hashtag KIGpod. Letting us know what you think about the episode, what you think about Batwoman. Really, give us your MVP. Let us know who your least favorite is and what's your rating. Out of 10 bats, did this episode get 6? Do it get 6.5? Hell, do it get 10 from you? Uh, let us know, man. So uh, let the folks know where they can find you online and and your other shows and all that good stuff if you want to follow me on instagram and twitter you can follow me at i sid davis uh i am the one and only host of the social introvert podcast i drop every wednesday and thursday you can find me on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast i'm on soundcloud stitcher apple podcast google play and spotify Good deal, good deal. And, of course, y'all, the links will be in the show notes, so go ahead and click that, I don't know, show note button and uh, check out Mr. Davis. Follow him, subscribe, listen to his other shows, and uh, converse about that as well. Well, you know me, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd. Twitter, Carefree Blurred. All other social media, Carefree Black Nerd. Um, Email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. If you want to get a message on the show, a letter, Thoughts, ideas, whatever. Let me know. Um, Yeah, that's it, y'all. So until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay the fuck out of Gotham because your house is going to get broken into. If you're poor, you're going to get your ass beat. Uh, Motherfuckers is crazy as shit. Um, Batman been gone for three years. Man, it's all host of shit. Stay the fuck out of Gotham, especially if you're black. Fail.